Hi, my name is Nico, and I just want to thank a few people for helping me make this podcast happen. Firstly, thanks to Miss K for giving me the push to actually get my ideas out there. Second, to Jax for dealing with me while I record. And lastly, thank you listeners for taking part in my little world. Please enjoy your class. Good morning, class. My name is Professor Reginald Fittington III, and welcome back to History and Anthropology 101. Today's class is going to be a little bit different. It's going to, um, well, because of the topic that is being introduced for the week. We are going to be discussing elder beings this week. And before we can truly address that impact on history, we have to discuss what they are. And so that is going to be the focus of this class. So, quite simply, Earth is not the only plane of existence. There are countless others. Now, you are all well aware of this. <coughs> Through the idea of things like heaven and hell and the various elemental planes and the realm of dreams. Um, but there are many others. Those ones that I just listed are what we call the adjacent realms. Uh, realms that beings can directly cross over from and don't have the same kind of impact as an elder plane. Elder Plane does. Elder Planes have the distinction of, well, quite simply, natural laws don't follow in the same way as, as they do here. Gravity is optional with different planes. Things like distance and the way that objects can move and or be size, it's all completely random, depending on the plane. Um, there's a sort of a veil between the worlds. Uh, it prevents them from interacting with each other. But in certain places, across certain worlds, the veil thins, but only ever on one side, so that direct crossover is nigh impossible. There's the world of Primus, which is a world of geometric rigidity. Um, it is completely and totally organized and inorganic. Life doesn't exist in the same way there. Um, it is a realm of high, massive energy where, quite simply, it has such a raw connection to the elemental planes that it doesn't bother with advancing some things like plant life in, that, in the way that Earth does. It's mostly marked by a sort of a transmutation of, of things. People who enter leave with skin of stone and iron. Plants become, become rock, and weather patterns simply go crazy, uh, shall we say. Storms, electric storms, suddenly brew massively in these areas. Which is especially dangerous when so much of the world is metal, of the world that these things exist in is metallic. So a storm that happens over one of these thinnings can leave an entire massive electromagnetic surge of sorts. 
And it also rounded things, just kind of stopped existing in that way. Everything becomes jointed and rigid. The second flame is Elizabeth has the most common things. It takes the idea of our natural laws and twists and turns them into a mess that you wouldn't even recognize as being the same laws. Gravity simply doesn't, well, it not, it's not that it doesn't apply, but it's, things just float. Not like they're lighter than air, but simply as if they choose their own density alongside the air. Objects become twisted and spiral, and a thinning of this, of Elizabethan origin, is like a mass, the entire world became a bunch of wet sand or sculpt sculpture clay that, that these elder beings can simply twist and and mold to whatever suits them. It is where we get the idea of elder beings is from the idea that this plane specifically is referred to as eldritch and its magic brings in this eldritch force into earth. The last of the main three things that influences reality here is Varinus. As far as we know, Varinus is completely li liquid. Well, it's completely without solids, that is. At least, not solids as we would think of them. Rock doesn't exist. The most solid that it gets is a gelatinous something. And its influence turns that gelatinous earth. It manipulates the density, the density of things and bodies. And people caught in its grasps tend to, after a long enough time in it, simply no longer need to breathe. We don't know why, but it simply is. Now, thinnings have existed as long as the veil has, and as long as the different planes have. They can appear and disappear randomly throughout the years, and their very nature causes an effect on history. There are two main examples that I'm going to give today. The first is known as the Salzburg anomaly which is Nordic in origin, and covered roughly 100 square miles for about 200 years. Uh, it was an influence through primal origin, and is most notable for being the birthplace of a legendary Viking king, Karl Iathist, whose natural affinity with, with the magic of Primus, as being Elder Spawn. Oh, I completely forgot to tell you about Elder Spawn. My apologies. You see, in a thinning, when the, bo the child born is, they're born in a place that is a collision of two worlds and two different pow powers. And this being born like that causes a natural gift of mana, but also a corruption of what they would normally be. It changes them into something other, beings of two worlds. Carl Iathist, was one such individual whose ability to manipulate the magic and bring the power of Primus into Earth, uh, along with his iron fist, as it was quite literal, turned him into one of the most powerful kings in Viking history. 
the area of the Salzburg anomaly, turned the land in its radius to an alloy that no one on Earth has actually seen outside of it. After leaving, the centermost 10 miles became known as the Alloy Field. A massive desert of metal formed into cubes and pyramids and such. It's revered as one of the most sacred sites of Nordic worship, and is one of the unnatural wonders of the world. The other most notable finning is called the Buckingham Finning. English in origin, and it covered roughly two square blocks, including the entirety of Buckingham Palace. This was an Elizabethan um, finning, and it lasted roughly 93 minutes. This presence twisted the palace and everything in the area to a degree, bringing out spirals and tentacle-like growths in generally incomprehensible shapes, uh, sometimes grabbing passers-by with, with these stone tentacles. And the life that wasn't quick enough to escape became twisted and malformed as well, like putty in the hands of a child. Arms could split in two at the elbow, extra heads or other appendages grew, Mouth, mouths and other features simply disappeared, plants grew appendages, bodies seemed to fold in upon themselves, and there were plenty of other things that <clears throat> Mr. Greenleaf, our wonderful and highly respected principal, would possibly revoke my job here for telling you what happened. The chaos of this event was so major in England that it allowed the, the Irish to become a free kingdom. And in the aftermath of this event, the sheer horror of the sight forced the capital to be moved from London to Leeds, England, where it has been for the past 120 years. Now, I said those are the, that the main three, Varinus, Elizabeth, and uh, Primus, are the main claims that have caused an elder being, that have elder thinnings. But they're not the only ones. There have been outsiders who have somehow managed to pierce enough of the thinning that they've crossed over themselves. And with varying degrees of power and influence. Uh, most notably, one took the form of a green bird-like creature. And began torturing people in order to learn its language. I believe that authorities are still on the lookout for it. Elder beings are not evil. I must make sure that this statement is clear. They're not by any nature any more evil than a rakshas, a fae, or an orc. It's simply that they're from, an, from a place and have such an influence that is so different from our actual world that we can't really process it. And Earth itself has had the other kind of thinnings, where 
the veil is thin enough that a being from Earth has influenced the others. And thinnings. The thinnings have occurred throughout all of history, and while many of them have occurred that have caused incredible changes, like Salzburg and Buckingham, there have been many that have been completely unnoticed, because, well, the veil thinned at, at a point where no one was. Either no one on our side or the other. The thinning only allows for the influence to be possible. It doesn't call, it doesn't directly influence. It is the force of another being that changes things. Oh my, I've been talking too long again. I am sorry. Your homework is to read the next few chapters, and I will see you all tomorrow. The next three chapters, to be specific.